Radio. When I first looked at today's readings, I was a bit surprised. Um, you probably know that the first reading is always picked to um, parallel and to match the gospel. And I couldn't see any match, besides the fact that there happened to be a blind man in the first reading. Um, but that was just seemed incidental, no significance. So then I started looking a bit deeper and I realised what the connection was. And the connection is actually on a deeper and spiritual level. It's talking about how our relationship with God should grow, how it should take us to heaven, and even links in with um, the Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy that we say at the beginning of Mass. And so firstly, what's the first reading about? And the prophet Jeremiah is proclaiming to the people in exile, Israel in exile. Now, the second most significant event for the Jewish people, besides the exodus from Egypt, is their 70 years Babylonian exile. So from about 606 to 536 BC, the Babylonians had captured them from the Promised Land, taken them from the Promised Land into Babylon, and there they were held captive for 70 years until the Persians took over the Babylonians and King Cyrus allowed them to go home and then they came back home and resettled in the Promised Land and that stayed there until the time of Jesus Christ. Now, Jeremiah is telling them, rejoice, be glad, shout and dance for joy because your God is coming to send you home. You are going to go back home to the Promised Land. Even the blind and the lame he was going to take back. That means everyone, no one will be left behind. We're all going to get there. And then we come to the first, the gospel. So the first reading being about going back to the promised land, the promised land being heaven, that gives light to the gospel. Jesus is coming along and there's a blind beggar sitting on the side of the road. Bartimaeus is there. And the great irony of the story is that this blind beggar sees more clearly than the crowds and even Jesus' own apostles. Well, they fail to recognise, as clear as their physical vision is, Bartimaeus sees clearly these two things. Firstly, he says, Jesus, son of David. Son of David is the title for the Messiah, for the Christ the anointed one who's going to come. That was promised. He's recognised who this man is. And so he calls out to me and says, in today's translation, have pity on me. Oh, well, that's a bit strange. Why would he want pity? I looked at the original Greek, and the original Greek is a lay song, mere. What do you say at the beginning of Mass? Kyrie a lay song. Christe a lay song. Lord, have mercy. He's asking for mercy. Why? Because he recognised that he needs mercy. He's a sinner. He says, God, forgive me. And you are him, so you forgive me, Jesus. This blind man can see. And so this man is stuck in sin. We can see that from two things. His cloak and the fact that he's at Jericho. First, his cloak. When he gets up, he calls to Jesus, and then Jesus' voice, tell him to come here. And as soon as he hears Jesus' calls, he has the strength to throw off his cloak. And the early church fathers said that cloak is 
symbolic of his sin. So he threw off the sin. What was holding him back from Jesus? He throws it away and he springs up and he runs to him. I don't know how a blind man springs to his feet and runs, but that's what he did because he had thrown off this cloak of sin that was holding him back. And Jericho. Jericho throughout the Bible is symbolic of sin. Its city was actually um, about 300 metres below sea level, one of the lowest lying parts of the world um, that's not below the sea. And this town, as you might know, is in Jesus' parable of the Good Samaritan. The guy is going to Jericho. He's going down to Jericho into sin. Um, but Jesus, but he's saved. And then you also know, after the exile, Joshua, after Moses had died, took the promise the people to the promised land. But when they went to the cross the river, what did they encounter? The city of Jericho with its high walls. So between them and the promised land was this city. Between us and our promised land is sin. What's blocking us between God? And so Joshua and the chosen people have three choices. They can either just stay there out in the wilderness, which they did 40 years ago, if you remember, and so they stuck out there for 40 years. They didn't want to do that again. They could assimilate with the people. The king of Jericho was like, well, these people, they've got God on their side. I'm afraid of them. I'll invite them to join me and we'll be allies. They can assimilate with the people and just give in to Jericho. Or they can do what God has told them and said, go and cry to God, circle the walls of Jericho seven times and plead for me to save you. And that's what they did. And it took a time, seven times around the whole city, but the walls came crumbling down. And they could enter through Jericho, past Jericho, into their promised land, into the promised land, which is a symbol of heaven. For us, that Jericho is our sins. And we have those three choices too. We can either just, whatever it is, sins, maybe it's some other block between us and God and us and heaven. We can just sit down and say, I'm just going to ignore it and just stay out here in the wilderness. We can just give in to it and just, I'll cooperate with it. I'll just live that way. Or we can appeal to God like God told the chosen people. We can cry to him and it may take a while, but if we cry and cry, those walls will come crumbling down. Like the blind man who called to Jesus, when his voice says, come, nothing will get in our way. We'll be able to throw that cloak off with ease. And so today let's Examine ourselves. Let us spend some time in reflection. Are we perhaps like the crowd and blind of a few things in our life that is blocking us from God, our relationship with him and from heaven? What is our exile that we need purification from to be able to reach him? What is that cloak that's weighing us down that we want to throw off so we can follow Jesus from Jericho back to Jerusalem? What is our Jericho? What is it 
that we need to cry to Jesus Christ like we do at the beginning of every Mass. Kyrie, Lord, Christ, Son of David, eleison me, have mercy on me. As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate.